everybody, welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show with me, Sean Sheehan here for Sherdog.com. Uh, and today I had to pop on to talk about Amanda Nunes. Now, uh, we've Christmas coming up, and obviously there's got to be uh, lots of uh, lots of things to talk about, and maybe not as many shows, and, you know, a few different podcasts, I was preparing a few different ones, and uh, one in my head that I was thinking about was, was Amanda Nunes, you know, and that maybe in Amanda Nunes Appreciation Podcast, I did one on, on Jose Aldo a couple of weeks ago, and I think, you know, she deserves it, and that's something you know we could, I, I could still do and still talk about Amanda Nunes in, in, a, very, uh, in a very flowing light, but then she lost. You know, she lost last night and I had to come on and talk about that loss because uh, it, it was absolutely, it was absolutely shocking. Look, we can talk about it in lots of different ways and, and I will, um, but it's one of those fights where, it, and it, it rarely happens where you're sitting there and especially for me, I'm here in Ireland and it's what, five or six o'clock in the morning and you get that, you know, holy shit moment when you're and i was watching the fights last night as well by myself and i was just you know no one else around and it was like did this really happen it was one of those it really was one of those ones did this really happen you were questioning yourself and it wasn't just at the end because sometimes you know you see a flash knockout or uh you know someone gets on a submission and you're like oh my god but it was like as pena was landing the shots you were you were shook <laughs> you know you were shook watching you're like is this really happening is this an actual thing and it was and look, the reason behind that is why I came on here and why I want to speak today. Um, and this is a podcast about Amanda Nunes and this is a Sheehan show about Amanda Nunes. But I'm going to start with Juliana Pena because I have to. Because if you don't start with Juliana Pena, you're not doing it right. Um, Juliana Pena came in there and was as game as anyone could be. Uh, it's very, very easy to go in there and... Um, have lost before the fight even starts. I, I spoke to, to Sinead Kavanaugh a couple of weeks ago um, about, obviously, fought Chris Cyborg. So in a very similar position, you know, you're fighting one of the greatest of all time. You're the underdog coming in there. Nobody expects you to win. Now, what happened to Sinead Kavanaugh is, I think she <laughs> she went in and she wasn't afraid either. She threw her shots. But what happened? She got knocked out in like a minute. So that can happen too. That could have happened to Juliana Pena. But that's the risk people have to take. And that's very brave. And we should appreciate fighters like that, whether they are on the winning side like Pena or on the losing side like Sinead Kavanaugh, for going in there and throwing their shots and doing their best and refusing to just be walked over. And Juliana Pena did that. And no matter what you think happened to Manny Nunes, and I'll get to what I think happened to Manny Nunes in a second, you have to appreciate what Juliana Pena did. She refused to be second place last night or on Saturday night whenever it was she refused to be beaten in every situation now some situations she lost she got taken down and she was on the bottom for a while but in every single situation she fought and she fought and she fought and she didn't give in for one second Amanda Nunes got on top she cut that arm and this was before I don't need the commentary even even saw it but she almost had an armbar at one stage on the ground, you know, not not your normal armbar, but, you know, uh, Ronda Rousey and Katzingano sort of armbar where she was pulling in. And the commentary actually thought it was Amanda Nunes because they were in such shock, I think. But it didn't come off anyway. But she was shed the two-on-one. She was holding the arm in there and just making it tough for the Amanda Nunes. A lot of fighters there would get Nunes on top of them, panic, and then just get finished in that position. Pena didn't. What happened after that? Nunes got to a different position, 
she got the Kimura. She was holding in. Okay, you're not going to win with that Kimura. You're probably not going to submit Amanda Nunes with that Kimura. But what are you going to do? You're you're not going to lose in that position either. You know, you're going to defend well against Amanda Nunes with that uh, Kimura. And the biggest point is you are refusing to give it to her easy. Nothing was given easy. Every time Amanda Nunes um, punched, Giuliani Pena was right there punching back. Even if she got hit hard, she was hitting back hard as well. It's a strategy that can go either very, very well or very, very badly. And, you know, it could have gone very badly for Juliana Pena on Saturday night. It didn't. It went very, very well. But without that kind of the, the pig-headed refusal to lose, refusal to give in, refusal to give us, and it's not even to give in or to, to, to lose. It's a refusal to give a step, a single step at any time is the reason that paved the way for Juliana Pena to win that fight without a shadow of a doubt. You know, she could have won with a lucky punch. She could have won with a lucky submission or something like that. She did not. She absolutely did not. And if anyone tells you she's lucky, forget about them. They're, they're absolutely wrong. She put herself in that position to win that fight. We see people, you know, at the very, very top, the best in the world, whether it's in MMA or boxing or the NFL or the Premier League or whatever it might be, and they have an off day. And, you know, they win 1-0 or they win by a touchdown or, they, you know, they, they, they get through it because the other team hasn't lifted to that level to overtake them or they don't have that belief enough to get to that next level to win that big one. You know, they don't have that belief or they don't have the, 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 the inability to give in. That's what Juliana Pena had. She, she could not give in on Saturday night. She refused to give in for one second. She took that fight away from Amanda Nunes. Now, did Amanda Nunes give it to her to be taken away? We'll, we'll argue that in a second. But I have to start this by saying that with Ju for Juliana Pena. Fair play to her. Because a lot of people, no matter what Amanda Nunes, as I mentioned, shows up, they would have lost anyway. You know, there would have been the B-side on an Amanda Nunes performance that was just her last win of this year. You know, that's that's all it would have been for a lot of people. And it absolutely would have been that. And she refused to be that. So 100% huge credit to her. Now, let's talk about Amanda Nunes. Because this was... Um, it was a shocking display from Amanda Nunes. Let's be honest. And by shocking... I don't know. I don't necessarily mean, oh, she fought terribly or anything. No, she didn't fight great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and it was, I suppose, shocking in a way. But it was shocking in terms of, like, what she produced and what we saw and what we were expecting to see and how we were expecting the fight to go. Everyone, I think, was expecting an Amanda Nunes cakewalk. Whether you thought, like me, she might be able to, to knock her out as I gave one of my, my bets on the, uh, on the betting show this week. Or whether you thought maybe because Pena is a good grappler... She'd be able to submit her if it, if it got to there or however you thought it might be. Everyone thought it was going to be uh, that cakewalk for Amanda Nunes. Um, and it, it wasn't. Look, it, it wasn't that. And I think the biggest issue was, did she think it was going to be that cakewalk? Because that is a big, big issue. And I want to talk about the mental side of it before I talk about anything else. Because... That's a big thing as well. You know, we, we talk about it a lot with, with Conor McGregor and like he's all his money made and he's in his, his silk pajamas and he's living on his yacht and he has loads of money. And look, the question is always, can he get motivated to fight? Can he get motivated to prepare the way he did when he was a plumber in, in Dublin living in his, his mother and father's box room? Can, can he do it? Can he still do that? Does he still have that motivation? 
the same has to go now for Amanda Nunes, I think. Like, I spoke about it last week on one of the shows. I talked about her, you know, I described her as like Michael Schumacher in the 90s, you know, where she was just dominant and she was overlapping people and she was just beating people with ease. And it wasn't a question of who's she going to win. It's like, who's she going to fight next? There was talks of Kayla Harrison. There was talks of uh, Valentina Shevchenko. And that can't but get into a person's mind. And I think that mindset of Amanda Nunes is something that has to be spoken about this week. And something that has to be looked at as you go into the next fight and as you look at Amanda Nunes going forward. Like, is it is it the mindset? No, maybe it's something else. Maybe Amanda Nunes got injured a week ago. Maybe she couldn't do what she needed to do. Maybe she didn't have a proper training camp. Maybe, maybe something happened. Maybe there was something in her personal life. Maybe the fact that she's just, you know, she has a, a child now and she's too many commitments and everything like that. Maybe it's that. But I think the most obvious thing is maybe the thing that, that people aren't, aren't talking about. And it is that... Amanda Nunes is a lot of money now. You know, Amanda Nunes has been, uh, I'm sure she's on pay-per-view points. She's had, what, two million plus or big, big pay-per-views anyway, where she was one of the, the biggest uh, people on it. This one's going to be big again, I'm sure. Now it might not be a million, but it might be, you know, three to, to 700,000, something like that. A lot of money again. And like Amanda Nunes doesn't live like Conor McGregor, you know, she's not living in yachts or going around with Johnny Depp over in Rome, you know, drinking uh, drinking whiskey or, you know, out in Dubai or something. She's not living big like that. So she's plenty of money, I'm sure, to live the rest of her life and, and live it well. And when you get to that position, especially when you've come from, you know, somewhere like Amanda Nunes, where she wasn't by any means rich coming up. And you've heard other people talking about it as well, who've come from, you know, nothing to everything. Um, it's not easy to keep wanting everything when you already have it. You know, it's not that easy to keep doing that. And I think that's the position that Amanda Nunes has found herself in. And now, is that is that the reason why she didn't perform against Juliana Pena? I would say yes. I would say, honestly, if I, you were to ask me to call it, I would say yes. I would think that's the reason. I would think that's the, the biggest reason of all. Um, that she just wasn't mentally prepared. She wasn't physically prepared. She didn't look like... the. The way she fought, and I get to the way she fought in a second, but I, it just felt like everything was off for Amanda Nunes once the fight started. Like, I, I saw a few people talking this week, and I think Ariel mentioned as well about Nunes not doing that much um, media and not being maybe someone who is as out there as maybe she could be for someone who is that good, who people really, really like, who doesn't really have any negatives towards her. You know, she could be a way bigger star maybe than she is, even though she's already a big star and she's drawn a lot and she's, you know, Dana White mentioned it on Saturday night. She'd been very, very good for the UFC and she absolutely has. But maybe that's a, maybe that's a part of it as well, you know. But on the performance itself, um, it just felt like from the very start, she was expecting it to be easy. I always use, you know, the I used to say it about Luke Rockwell against Michael Bisping. He just turned up at the post office, you know, to, to collect his package and bring it home. He wasn't <laughs> he wasn't expecting it to, to have to wait for an hour and to have to sign papers and to have to pay the the fact that it's after coming from fucking Estonia or somewhere. <laughs> you know, he wasn't expecting to do that. He was expecting to come in, pick it up, and go home. Manny Nunes, it felt like she was just expecting to come in, pick up her belt, go home, not having to do that much preparation, not having to be in that right headspace to 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 get there it just felt like that was the situation with Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena as I mentioned at the start refused to do that but for me the biggest difference I saw with Amanda Nunes in the fight was that it felt like the, it wasn't just that the pop wasn't there in her shots it felt like 
the 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 lint wasn't there in her shots. If you ever go back and watch Andy any Amanda Nunes fight, the the uh, the Cyborg fight, the Ronda Rousey fight, she's very long punches. You know, straight long punches, whether it's her jab or her right hand, you know, beaming straight down the middle, hitting you right down the fucking face. Always that that I didn't see that. I didn't see that on Saturday night. You know, she wasn't throwing those shots. She just wasn't. And uh, you know, that's nothing got to do with Pena. Uh, you know, I, I don't think... No, Pena did some good things. I mean, I'll talk about that in a second. But that wasn't there. That, to me, wasn't evident from, from Amanda Nunes. I didn't see that part of her game on on Saturday night. And that's the biggest and best part of her game. Those bludgeoning shots right down through the middle. What I also didn't see... Uh, you know, and I mentioned Pena on the ground and how she refused to give it up easy to Amanda Nunes. But I didn't see any killer instinct from Nunes either. You know, it was really, it really looked like she was phoning it in, that she thought it was going to be easy, and that she didn't have to over-exude herself to win that fight, you know? It felt like she could have dragged her arm out of that, you know, armbar attempt or Kimura attempt. She could have laced her with big elbows. She could have hurt her in that position and finished that fight. She really could have. You know, if that was the, the Amanda Nunes we, we know and love down through the years. But it just wasn't. It wasn't the same Amanda Nunes on Saturday night. Um, and in the end, we'll talk about what's next in a second, but I think in the end, and it's it's a tough thing for me to, to say, and well, it's an easy thing for me to say here, but it's also a tough thing for me to say. I, I think she gave up in the end. No, I, I really do. And I think she kind of alluded to that as well. She she said in the post-fight interview that um, I, I thought I had some things gone out of my game, but they showed their ugly face again tonight, basically. And, you know, maybe that's a cardio thing, but I also think the cardio leads to what happened in the end. That rear naked choke wasn't fully in. You know, that wasn't fully in. That wasn't, you know, one that Juliana Pena was expecting to finish. Look at her afterwards. She was like, is, what's that? is the, the fight, what? The fight's over? Is it? Is the fight over? Is it, is it something happening? And it wasn't just shocked that she won. It was shocked that Amanda Nunes tapped to what she tapped her. And now she was tired and she was, she was relatively, I don't think she was that hurt because there wasn't any big, massive shots landing or anything like that. But it, it was just a case of like, she came in, as I mentioned again, expecting to win easy. She was refused that by the brilliance of Juliana Pena and the toughness and the grace of Juliana Pena. And when she couldn't win easy, at that stage, you need to transition to win hard. You know, you need to transition to, well, I'm going to have to up this pace. I'm going to have to do something different. I'm going to have to adjust. Look at Jose Aldo a couple of weeks ago. Look at Dominic Cruz the last day after he got knocked down. Look at, you know, even Amanda Nunes in, in a, uh, the previous fight where she got uh, where she lost the first round and came back. You know, she has it in her, but she just didn't do it. Saturday night was not her night. She just refused to, to win, you know. She, and in the end, Juliana Pena took the fight out of her, absolutely. But she also took the fight out of herself. She all she absolutely took the fight out of herself and gave up uh, in the end. But she gave up because she knew that it wasn't her night, you know? She knew it wasn't her day. And now the question is going forward, and the, the last part of what I want to talk about here is what's happening going forward now afterwards, you know? Is this now Amanda Nunes? Can Amanda Nunes recover from this or is this what she is has she changed fundamentally as a fighter has she gone back and regressed to the fighter that she was before can she get that motivation back you know are those silk pajamas and all those millions in the bank too much for that is she able to ever prepare again does she want to does she want to come back and do it does she want to rematch pena does she want a big money fight maybe 145 pounds and then she goes off into the sun and that's it like, or, or is it a case of the opposite? Did she just needed a challenge? That there was no one there. She had beaten everyone. She'd lapped everyone. And that, 
Juliana Pena was easy and the next one was going to be easy and the next one was going to be and maybe Kelly Harrison wouldn't be easy or maybe she you know, had to fight Cyborg again or Shevchenko again she'd get up for that but was it what was it and that's the biggest question and you know going forward it's a question that we didn't think we'd have for Amanda Nunes you know we didn't think that there would be intrigue going into a next Amanda Nunes fight unless it was one of the aforementioned Cyborgs Kayla Harrisons or someone like that um, and it's in one way it's very very good for Amanda Nunes obviously in another way it's very bad because she just lost but now we have exciting fights and it changes the dynamic not only of a rematch with Pena it changes the dynamic of anyone else fighting her you know anyone else now will have the uh the the, the pictures in their mind of the champion the goat Amanda not you know not seven and two Amanda Nunes, not ten and two Amanda Nunes, the GOAT, the greatest of all time Amanda Nunes, getting beaten and given up. Everyone who fights her now, not just Harrison, not just Pena, not just whoever else, the people coming up, the people on their way up, will all have that in their back pocket too, or in the back of their mind, when they fight her. And you know who else will have it? Harrison will have it. Pena will have it again. Shevchenko will have it. If those fights happen, if she can manage to win two of them and get the third one, or if she manages to win one of them and get the second one. It brings a level of intrigue to Amanda Nunes' career over the next while that we didn't think we were going to get. We all thought it was going to be a cakewalk for a long time. And I've said it before on these podcasts and other podcasts as well, that there is someone coming. There's always someone, no matter who you are. If you're Heist Gracie back in the day or Ken Shamrock or if you're Tito Ortiz or, or Chuck Liddell or Randy Cutshore, if you're Conor McGregor, Habib Nurmagomedov, if he'd kept going, John Jones, whoever it might be, Amanda Nunes, Chris Cyborg, there's someone coming. You know, your Chris Weidman is coming if you're Anderson Silva. Your Conor McGregor's coming if you're Jose Aldo. Your, you know, your TJ Dillashaw is coming if you're Hinden Burrow. Your Henry Cejudo is coming if you're uh, Dimitri Shatsu. Whoever it might be, there's someone coming. And maybe they're not a better fighter than you are. Maybe, you know, they, they don't overtake you and maybe you'll come back. But maybe just for that one night, they are. Maybe just for that one night, they're the better fighter. Maybe you have an off night and they rise to the occasion. And we get what we got on Saturday night where Juliana Pena rises and defeats Amanda Nunes. And now what we have going forward is excitement. What's going to happen? Is it going to be a rematch? Is Amanda Nunes going to go bounce back? Is this going to even make Amanda Nunes' case to be the greatest of all time even better? Imagine if she bounces back, beats Pena... Um, uh, Harrison and Shevchenko three in a row imagine how great it will be then after what happened magic absolutely magic uh, and I will leave it there I hope you enjoyed this video let me let, let me know I, I had to come on and give a reaction to that because it was just amazing and it deserved a reaction uh, so thanks everyone uh, for listening and watching Give a thumbs up here. Subscribe. Thanks very much as well to all the lads over. Sherdog, Jan Brannigan, uh, Mike Fridley and all the lads over there. They, they, they did a fantastic job. And John editing these videos does a fantastic job uh, as well. Uh, and uh, Merry Christmas and have a, a great holiday season, everyone. Thanks very much for watching. I'm Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com. I'll see you all.